Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Known as the IWFFA is a union of girls and women flag football teams. Things and individual players from around the world. An organization run by women. Our mission is to provide an opportunity for females to enjoy healthy competition, have fun, develop teamwork skills, create a team, and unify exiting teams and me. Welcome to our broadcast, On the Air with the IWFFA, a show brought to you by the International Women's Flag Football Association, supporting female flag football from around the world for all ages and skill levels, and hosted by Women's Football Talk. We use this show to unite and empower female flag football players by listening and sharing. MJ and DBQB will be your hosts for the next half hour or so, along with special guests and players from around the world who will share their flag football stories and experiences. On the Air with the IWFFA airs on the third Thursday of each month, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, which you can download from our website, IWFFA.com. We thank our sponsors for making the show possible, and you too can support us by advertising or becoming a show sponsor. Contact us today. Our email is IWFFA at IWFFA.com. Now enjoy the show. And welcome, everyone, to On the Air with the IWFFA Live. It's been a long time since we've been live. Brought to you by Women's Football Talk and produced by B.J. Coletti. Tonight's show, you'll have your host, me, DBQB, MJ, and our philosopher for the IWFFA, Miss Raina. And our special guest tonight is going to be Coach Allison Wood. We're going to bring you a wonderful lineup of topics catered to our female flag football players. You'll hear some interesting facts. You'll hear from our philosopher, Ms. Raina, on changing the world. Our book discussion this month, The Stronger Women Get, The More Men Love Football, by author Mariah Burton Nelson, will continue next month because tonight's show is super packed. Our special guest, Coach Allison Wood, joins us in the second part of our show. And after then, we'll take your call in with questions for our uh, Coach Wood. And the phone number to dial in is area code 1, which is in the United States, 
And then it's 657-383-1020. And I'll repeat that number a few times throughout the program. So finally, we have at the end of the show our fourth round for the International Team Trivia Contest. And we're going to find out if Team Pakistan can hold on to their lead against their competition, Team Sweden. Now, let me turn you over to our host. Greetings, ladies, MJ and Miss Raina. And tell me how you've been since those last months, Miss, uh, Mrs. MJ, now that you're married. How you been this past month? Hi, Diane. Well, I got married, as you said before, and I think that summarizes everything, you know. It's been a great time. Wedding under COVID times was really different, and despite a lot of rain we have, we had a blast. So it has been like a really interesting month for me. Well, that's nice to hear, and, and congratulations on your marriage. And uh, that was really sweet that you had it streamed. And uh, I know Miss Rayner and I had uh, logged in to see uh, your uh, the wedding party. Now, Miss Rayner, how, how have you been this last month? Hello, Diane and MJ. Uh, yes, first let me say congratulations, MJ, because, yes, your wedding was absolutely beautiful. I watched actually the whole thing, and I commented a lot. I hope uh, I hope I wasn't too nosy, but it was an absolutely beautiful wedding, so I wanted to congratulate you firsthand. Uh, and uh, But I've been doing well this week uh, or this month. I've been doing working a lot with the homeless, and we partnered up with uh, – with a new homeless shelter in the West Palm Beach area. So I'm really excited about that. But other than that, I've been feeling great. How about you girls? So uh, that's nice to hear. Now, listen, um, we're going to do something a little special uh, in this month's show. And we're going to bring on some interesting facts. And the reason why I say that was because um, I don't know where I found this fact, but um, – I'm going to share it with you now, okay? Uh, I've asked each of us to bring something uh, onto the show, and I found out that in Scotland, in Scotland, their government is going to pay for uh, women's menstrual products. Now, isn't that wonderful? <laughs> that that is. That's actually, that's actually pretty good for the government to do that. <laughs> Ladies, this is... Yeah. Ladies, this is a time to rejoice. I mean, how, <laughs> how, for all these years, man, how expensive has it been, my God, to buy a box of Kotex or tampons, my God. It, it does. It's it so expensive. You know, you know, it's been a while for me. Thank God. I'm so grateful. I no longer have to battle with, uh, with that time of the month. But, um, uh, MJ, I know you're a young woman. I know you are a customer of those menstrual products. What do you pay in uh, Honduras for a box of, uh, I guess, either pads or tampons? What do you pay? Yeah, to $2. $2? Per month. Wow, that's cheap. Yeah. Wow. I remember Miss Raina, <laughs> We're definitely <laughs> in two different worlds. I know. I, I, I would have moved there just for that. <laughs> oh, 
I uh, no, man. I remember <laughs> you have to move to Honduras. <laughs> no, I, I I I would use those tampons and um, uh, yeah, it was up to ten dollars, and I would always uh, complain at the cashier because uh, yeah, women always have to have this. So um, so anyway, so that was my. Um, one fun fact, and uh, I have another one um, I'm going to wait for, but let me ask Miss Raina, do you have uh, something interesting to share with us this month? I do. Actually, you know, I'm kind of a nerd, and I love uh, psychology and everything, and one of the things that I was researching recently was uh, that women actually have more nightmares than men, and uh, and they found that there's been a lot of scientific studies that are going on that, that women, because they're more emotional thinkers, tend to have more nightmares because they think about things deeply, and that leads them to deeper insight in life. Men dream, but a lot of times they don't remember the dreams because they don't go past what they think and uh but women this allows for more development in the brain and the emotional aspect and i thought that was really cool oh wow hey i so uh on the nightmares um i tell you i really i don't remember having any nightmares uh but what does that do to the body then is that like a trauma well, it, the studies are showing that women tend to take on the role of worry more, and uh, it, and so in a uh, so yeah, so we're taught to worry more, and I think that has a lot of the aspect to do with it because they're showing that uh, that they feel that they have to like in a straight relationship they feel like they have to make up for the the other half and so what they end up doing is they overanalyze and they overthink and overstress about everything and that leads them to more nightmares at night well that also uh that's true yeah physiologically also listen uh does uh any of you women uh watch that uh, tv series gentleman jack No, no, not me. I, I've never mm. heard of it. Okay. All right. There was a scene where uh, the woman has nightmares. MJ, Mrs. MJ, <laughs> how about you? What do you have, something inter- interesting for us? Well, I have two facts, you know, and I was searching, and it was, like, really interesting. You know, the average woman will eat four pounds of lipstick in her lifetime, Thanks God, I, I don't like to use that. But when you take the average number of lipsticks bought throughout a lifetime and their average wearability, it comes down that woman licking off or eating with food about four pounds of lipstick in their life. That translates around 533 lipsticks. That's a, a really big um, number. And of course, for some women, this number is too big or not big enough. So that's why it's an average. And this varies with the country and culture. So imagine four pounds of lipstick maybe we are eating in our lifetime. Well, MJ, we get we are still in two different worlds because I promise you, um, I don't have I don't use lipstick, but um, but you do. I know you do. I remember when uh, we were in P town, uh, you were you were you were putting makeup on before the game. Now, listen, but that but four pounds. Just for a special. 
Miss Raina, yes, you put you on the occasion, you know. <laughs> I guess if you I know, I, married, I, 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 I never understood that. Like, but you know that that could be possible because honestly, like, I very rarely use makeup. I I don't like makeup. I I use the natural stuff. But uh, I could see that with as much gloss and lipstick that a lot of uh, uh, women use. Yeah, I, I would think it would actually be more, wouldn't it? More than four pounds. Well, it sounds uh, a person like me. It sounds uh, pretty pretty gross, but um, but that was very interesting. Thank you, MJ. Now um, uh, you're welcome. Did you have, did, did you happen to uh, pick another uh, interesting uh, to share? Was that it? Okay. Oh well, I have, I have a short one. Okay. You know that well. Us women, we see us women, we see more colors. You, I don't know if you ever argued with your female friend over those white curtains that she claims to be either eggshell or cream. Well, that's due to women seeing on average twenty percent more differences in colors and shapes on behalf of the of the men. We see more colors, life in color. <laughs> Is that right? I, I'm I'm going to use that fact when uh, next time I have a, 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 a I have a fight or something like that. Twenty twenty percent more. So we see <laughs> colors much better than the men. Is that right? Is that what you're saying? Yes. We have a. That's correct. Okay, that's, that is interesting. Okay. Well, listen, ladies. On a sad note. Um, you know, uh, Helen Reddy, uh, MJ, I don't know if you know uh, Helen Reddy, but in the 70s, um, her song was the motto or was uh, for the women's movement. It was, um, she sang the song, I Am Woman. And uh, it really was a phenomenal song. It inspired women. You know, in the 70s in the United States, uh, women were fighting uh, for equality, equal pay. Uh, to have the jobs, uh, you know, to be a fire fighter, a uh, police officer, and um, uh, we were burning bras in those days. I bought a, I was 12 years old, I bought a training bra just to burn it, and um, uh, she passed away. So I'm sorry to say that um, she was uh, 78 years old. She passed away just um, just two weeks ago, September 29th. And um, it just so happened we used her in our video, the football throw around the world. Um, she's uh, her her song is uh, is in our video. So um, uh, condolences to Helen Reddy's family. Um, that was sad, but okay. All right, listen, uh, MJ, are you ready to give the summary of our flag football news for October? Let's wrap it up. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's have it, MJ. Okay. <laughs> Hi again, everyone, and let's move rapidly to our 2020 October flag food news. This month, IWFFA brings a big issue. We have IWFFA rules, website, Halloween jokes, COVID times. We talk a, lo- a lot about the 30th Kelly Majilis tournament for promotional tours, a word from 
from our philosopher. Uh, we also talk about flag football clinics and the national certification, our book discussion, trivia, games, and photo of the month. But let me ask you something. Have you ever been hacked? Well, we apologize for any inconvenience. IWFFA website has been hacked. Hopefully, the site will be wrong soon. We are going also through tough and rough times. Corona. Yeah, coronavirus is tough on our athletes. So be sure to wear your mask and be safe. Well, we also prepared for our 30th Kelly Magillis Classic. And wow, it has been 30 years. So you can now register as a team for a loose woman. January the 19th, here we go. That's good news. Now, who likes to travel? Now accepting female trainers wanting to travel. So feel free to contact us. And you can also read a word from our philosopher. We're going to talk more about this in Changing the World by Miss Reina. And now, the agenda and schedule October 16th for our radio show. Sure, you can make a spot and you can dial later on. And we also have an important event, and it's the coaching and officiating clinic. Don't miss out on our offer prevent your flag football experience. These clinics are free. Now, and talk flag football by Coach Woods. A special message for Mariah Burton, author of The Stronger Women Get, The More Men Love Football. So we keep inspiring each other. So tell us, remember, what do you think on it? And last but not least, beware of our International Team Trivia Contest. Next round coming up. And congratulations to Blue Wave Team for being on our photo of the month. So remember, contact us through our social media or email. And thank you. This was a wrap-up of the IWFA October Flag Football News. Oh, MJ, that was a really nice job. Thank you very much. Uh, we should let our listeners know that um, each month on the 1st, uh, we email directly our players, and uh, it's for free. We'll send to anyone who would like uh, to receive. It's flag football news for girls and women all around the world. So uh, uh, just send us an email. We'll put you on the list um, for our uh, monthly flag football news. Um, we were hacked, ladies. We were down uh, for about uh, almost two weeks, our website, and that is a hardship um, because that means our registrations for the clinics uh, had to be done the long way. We had to uh, email directly and et cetera. So we're back up, though. We're, we're back up and uh, in good shape now. Uh, I still don't understand what malware is and uh, what it all meant, but um, we're, we have high security now on our website. So, um, uh, Raina, did you want to make a comment about the, um, about the flag football news this month? 
Well, I first of all, I'm sorry that you guys got hacked. I, you know, you figured in this day and age that kind of stuff would be over with, but uh, apparently not. But, you know, honestly, guys, I'm looking forward uh, to the uh, Kelly McGill's tournament again. And uh, we had such a great time last year. And I know you guys have been working really hard doing with the female trainers and the coaching clinics, and you're, pro- and you're doing a fantastic job with that. And I really hope a lot of people sign up for this because it is such an amazing time. And you really get to bond with a lot uh, with a lot of women and make new friends, and it's just such a great time. So uh, I wasn't able. I, I saw some of the. Uh, I read over a lot of the Newsweek this week, and uh, uh, yeah, and I just kind of thought I was like, you know, I, I just that's my thought really. I was really looking forward to this upcoming tournament. You know, uh, that's something going on with uh, the COVID. A lot of our athletes are dying to get out there on the field. Um, I guess depending on what state you're in, Florida, you know, uh, even though we still have uh, new cases every day, our governor has opened up to tourists and uh, people are uh, behaving um, some uh, irresponsible, many responsible. Uh, we're going to, ha- so we, it was a hard decision for us if we were going to do the Kelly McGillis Classic, but we, we decided and, um, We've got about four or five new teams uh, across the United States that was uh, dying to compete uh, because we're offering the competition. It's the end of January. Uh, The full week event is January 19th to the 25th. And then uh, just for the games, uh, it's three days of games, January 21st to the 24th. So, um, so, okay. Uh, MJ, did you have a comment you wanted to uh, share about the uh, any of that news that was you reported just like miss reina i'm really looking forward to enroll in this event it's really really nice to get to see all of you guys so let's wait for january and let's wait for the best yeah yeah let's hope that everything uh, turns uh, in the right direction okay so now, ladies, um, you know, it's been a while since we did a live show, and so um, I'm reading off of the script, but we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to hear uh, from Miss Raina on Changing the World. Following her, we're going to bring on our special guest, Allison Wood. So, uh, BJ, uh, take it away. We know being an athlete during these COVID times can be pretty rough. No playing flag football, no exercising, no socialization, no competitions. So the IWFFA will try to help our female flag football players get through these difficult times during the COVID period. We offer membership to the IWFFA for free, and as a member, our clinics are free. We know instruction behind a computer screen is not the same as being out there on the field, but through our webinars, we can prepare you to play, coach, and officiate flag football. And we talk about issues that are not normally spoken on the field. Our videos, photos, discussions, and explanations take you deeper into the sport so that you can have a better understanding for flag football. We offer flag football clinics to beginner players who never played before beginner coaches who never coached before, advanced coaching clinics for coaches with years of experience. Learn how to officiate flag football and receive national certification, which is offered in Spanish and English. 
You can also compete in our fun team contests. Sign up three players from your team to represent your country and compete in our international team trivia contest. We've got a great monthly flag football news emailed directly to you, filled with interesting information and keeps you updated on what's been happening with female flag football teams. Listen to our monthly show, On the Air with the IWFFA, and join in our conversations. Share your stories and opinions so you can still be part of the action. We're not on the flag football field right now, but we're here for you. The International Women's Flag Football Association. Okay, and we're back. Welcome to the second half of On the Air with the IWFFA, your host, BBQB. And now we're going to bring on our philosopher for the IWFFA, Miss Raina. Uh, Ms. Reina is insightful, spiritual leader, and she's going to share um, some wisdom on changing the world. Each month, she gives us some thoughts, uh, and she shares in our flag football news. And now, Ms. Reina, if you would elaborate, please, changing the world. Changing the world. So one of the things that I get asked most is, People are always asking me, what does it take to change the world? And it's funny because I always get the same look when they ask me that as if they're puzzled and confused because it seems to be this idea of changing the world seems to be some sort of insurmountable task uh, or or something that only special people can uh, achieve. But in this view, uh, it really can't be done. If we're looking at, at something as insurmountable or only special people can do this, then already we're taking ourselves out of this idea that a single person can change the world. And a lot of times that's all it takes is one single person. It, and it doesn't take a lot of effort actually at all, sometimes just minimal effort. And if I told you if it took minimal effort, would you attempt it? So what I tell people is, you know, there are an estimated 7.8 billion people in the world. And with the thought of that, well, yeah, that seems, that seems impossible. 7.8 billion people. The world is a big place. And a lot of times it is filled with chaos. But there's a lot of wonderful things that happen in the world, too. Unfortunately, we watch TV and we listen to the newspaper and the media. It is just a constant reminder of how challenging and how violent that the world could be. They never focus on the, uh, a lot of times the happy stuff that goes on or, or the, or, or the people that help the world. It's always seems the challenge. And of course, with this type of idea, this is why we have a hard time figuring out if we can change the world. So sadly it's in our nature. It's in uh, for us humans. It's in our nature to focus on the painful and the destructive side of life. And we allow our fears to face them. And this is what stops us from helping to change the world. Changing the world is not hard. If I mention the word compassion, I bet everybody can tell me the definition of it. Uh, But do we really know how to understand it? And so if we want to understand compassion, then we must go beyond the actual meaning of the word. And we actually have to go beyond the definition of it and have an understanding of what compassion means within ourselves and how we can change the world using compassion. In my opinion, I believe the biggest mistake that uh, that we make thinking in the world is that we have to be famous or have a lot of money in order to reach people and teach people or to be more kind. 
But I got to tell you guys that this is absolutely not true because some of the best people in the world that make the most impact have hardly any money and they make more of an impact than the people that are on TV all the time donating millions of dollars because it doesn't take a lot of money. It doesn't take to be famous to change the world. Changing the world is basically how you treat others and how you react to those around you. And and in and, and compassion, at least in my view, it's deeply underestimated because we simply have to start with a small random act of kindness. And I know that sounds cliche to say, but in reality, small, uh, small random acts of kindness uh, on a daily basis have such a significant impact. Uh, and a lot of times we don't give them enough credit. We sit there and we think that they, we got to go out and really make a huge impact, but you can make the biggest impact just one person at a time. The reason reason why we understand we, the reason why we have this idea is because we're never around to see the effects and that's okay we have to get this idea out that we have to see the end result in order for us to know that we're changing the world because a lot of times that uh, through my experiences with helping the homeless and helping people my entire life and traveling uh, most of the time I never get to see what impact my actions have on others. But I know in my heart that my, my actions have a huge impact on the people around me. And, and, and those people will have an impact on the people that share those actions as well. So you have to remember that no matter how small of, of the act of kindness that you do to somebody, it can change a person's day. So if, if, for example, if I say like, well, you know, everyone has struggles and challenges every single day, we're stressed out, especially with the COVID and everything. And there's a lot of challenges that we've had maybe in our childhood that, that have really challenged us and struggled with us to the very core. And oftentimes because of these pains or because of the pain that's unresolved, we, it changes who we are and how we treat people. And so you have to remember that there are 7.8 billion people in the world all experiencing the same struggles as you are experiencing just like you. And so this is where compassion comes in. Because now imagine if you're having a hard day and maybe your mood isn't so pleasant and you go out to the store and someone does something and starts a fight with you. Well, it's easy to fight back, right? Because you're already ramped up. Now, what if someone instead offers you an act of kindness? Maybe in a form of a compliment, open a door. Maybe if you're short on change, they, they pay it out or whatever, or, or just something simple. And what ends up happening to us? Well, our mood instantly changes, and you go about your day totally different. Now, that's an, a random act of kindness that's so small but so impactful because now you're going to go out in the world and treat people different just because someone offered you that, that idea. So compassion spreads like a virus. We, we have this whole fear of the coronavirus that is going around. And actually, the fear of the virus has actually circulated much faster than the virus itself. So imagine if we put so much energy into compassion as we do fear of the coronavirus or fear uh, into politics or whatever we fear the most. It, spreads, it would spread just as quickly, and we would be maybe a little more happier, a little bit more optimistic, a little bit more open, because I know many of us are closed off to who we are, and we would no longer have to hide in that defensive armor that we wear every day, because that's exhausting. 
So it's easy to make a conscious choice uh, to share this compassion. All you have to do is in those moments, make that conscious choice to be a little more kind, a little more helpful, a little more accepting, and a little bit more compassionate. You have the power to transform those around you just by compassion. Your actions will be so much more impactful than anything you can imagine. I agree with you, uh, Miss Raina, but I got to also just say it's really hard sometimes, especially these days, uh, depending on what economic situation you in, you're in. You know, um, I lived in Norway, and um, money, I didn't have any money woes. And uh, I was thinking on a different level, and for sure uh, it was a higher level than now I'm I'm back in the U.S. and uh, struggling, and it's so stressful. But you're absolutely right. Right, I like that. I like when people are nice to me, uh, I give it back because they're nice to me, even if I'm in a bad mood. And um, But then again, you know, uh, your health, if you're hungry, if you're not feeling good. Miss um, Raina, I love, I love when you write your stuff for our flag football news. It really... You know, we're a sports organization, but we're a women's organization first. And uh, some of the things that you write, um, it really makes me stop and think, and, and I totally agree with you. So thanks so much for, for writing your beautiful articles. Uh, I should let our listeners know, too, uh, you can find Miss Raina, our philosopher, on our IWFSA uh, website and um, read all of her articles. So, um MJ, did you want to uh, share a thought with uh, changing the world? Yeah, I'm a Mitch Rayner fan, you know. <laughs> and um, and talking about what we just uh, heard, none of us can change like the entire world all by ourselves, but by making small amendments in our own life and encouraging others to do the same. It's like a snowball effect that will occur and that will affect the entire planet. And just like Ms. Reina said, we have to be like more kind to each other. And that's like a domino effect, you know, like sometimes we are frustrated and upset. Maybe we are in the traffic lights and we are yelling someone and this person will take uh, their frustrations out on a barista who then uh, he will go home and yell at her kids, for example. So let's be more kind to each other and remember the golden rule. So thank you, Ms. Reina. Let's be kind. Let's be kind. Okay. And that's what we like to do in our tournaments too, by the way. You know, we have those uh, social events so that we could make friends with the other team we're going to play against the next day. And, uh, we do have nice games for the IWFSA tournaments, I must say. Ladies, thank you for that. Now, listen, I'd like to bring on for the next segment of the show, we're going to bring our special guest, Coach Allison Wood. Now, let me tell you a little bit something about Coach Wood. Since 2017, Coach Wood has been writing her columns, Let's Talk Flag Football. Allison Wood is an avid fan of tackle football since she was a young girl. Her favorite commentator was John Madden because he would insert X's and O's on a screen after each play so anyone could understand 
just what happened. Allison turned flag football player later in life and combined her knowledge of tackle football with her experience playing and coaching flag football so that women can play their best. Allison has written numerous articles for coaching, for playing flag football in her column, Let's Talk Flag Football, which you can read in our monthly IWFFA flag football news and also on our website. So now because of COVID this year, the IWFFA has turned to offering our teams and leagues and players webinars. And Allison currently does a monthly clinic for advanced coaches, and she joins us tonight. So, Allison, are you there with us? Yes. Hi, Diane. How are you tonight? I'm very good, thank you. And you have uh, our uh, our hosts, MJ and uh, Miss Rayner, are also with us. So uh, I just want to give our listeners a little um, feedback from the last, uh, coaching clinic you gave us. Uh, Allison, you put things in words. Uh, you simplify on the field so that it breaks down and it makes uh, coaching so much easier, you know. So um, I don't want to say much more. I'd like to just ask you if you could um, share with us uh, and our listeners uh, something so that uh, the, your philosophy about coaching, break it down to make it easier for uh, all of us coaching, whether we're beginners or advanced coaches. Would you mind sharing, please? Uh, yeah, I think the last um, clinic that we did, what we were talking about was like um, coaching a game, calling calling a game. Um, call, you know, calling plays and then calling a whole game are, are very different things. Uh, and what we talked about is that a lot of coaches – uh, start to focus on, you know, th- ha- what down it is and how far you have to go to get a first down, down and distance, okay? And down and distance, you know, they're important. It's important to get first downs. Um, personally, my philosophy is to get a lot of first downs and only go for a big play once in a while, but that's a philosophy. But what we were talking about is that, you know, it's much more important um, when you're calling plays where, what position on the field, on the flag football field are you? You know, are you on your 10 or are you on their 10? And it's also very important, are you winning or are you losing? And how much time is left in the game? So football is, a, is situational, and there's a lot of different things that go into the situation besides down and distance. Um, field position is really, really important. It's key. And um, the score and the time remaining in the game. So what play you're going to call if it's, you know, if third and 10 and you're on your own 10 and you're winning the game and there's, you know, five minutes left, that's, a very, that's very different than, you know, if you're on midfield and it's third and 10 and it's still the first half of the game. So, you know, um, a, lot of, a lot goes into – what you want to do with your play calling, not just based on, you know, it's third and 10 or second and two. So, um, and that, and that's what we, we basically talked about. Um, we talked about the last two minutes of the game. If you're winning that you're basically just playing the clock, you're no longer playing your opponent. You just have to get the clock to keep going. 
So you run the ball and you stay in bounds. Um, and then that was basically the gist of of our conversation on the on the last clinic. Do you think that about coaches, yeah, but, Diane? Well, you know, uh, yeah, like uh, if it could be first quarter, and something coaches should realize is that if your field position is horrible, uh, you're just going to have to give up that series. Uh, no sense yeah. uh, trying to – yeah, you just have to be rational about your game plan. And uh, position of the ball was crucial. So kickers and punters, yep. very important uh, for the team. And um, it just put it in perspective, Allison, that uh, simplified it for me. You know, I coach mostly girls and beginners. And so um, I'm not looking at the clock so much. I'm looking at their plays. Uh, mm-hmm. trying to get that, yeah. just, just trying to get that first down. But it's much more than just getting a first down. It's opening up your the thought process so that you would – one thing that, that uh, I appreciated from your clinic was that um, with the time remaining, you know, it's good to understand truly – Okay, if there's seven minutes left in the game or or the five or the three, realistically, uh, what's the percentage of you, uh, your team having control uh, of that ball so that you could possibly score? So that was really uh, very beneficial. Um, yeah, and then, Miss um, Raina, did you want to weigh in and, and uh, share something? Yeah, I know what you want to say. Too bad you didn't listen to Coach Wood uh, before your game last year in P Town. What, what do you What do you think I want to say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. You want to share that moment with our listeners this uh, this show? Which Which one are we talking about? The uh, one in uh, uh, P Town or, or? Well, P Town was the one where you you were up, you were winning, and. Um, uh, well, that was a that was a bad play at the end. That was not so much time. Yeah, no, it's Allison, a, it's you, a flu. Allison, you but I, I have a question play. for Allison, though. I, I have a question. Yeah. So why yeah. why is your philosophy to get more first downs in the long play? Because a lot of people, uh, especially a lot of people, especially quarterbacks that like to gunsling, they love to throw the football around. Uh, and why well, is it more important for you to to establish those first downs than than the long play? Um, okay. Well, before I even before I answer that question, I just uh, uh, you know I I played quarterback um, a lot because I started playing in the street with the boys when I was like seven years old because you know this was before Title 19 so we just went out and we played and I played quarterback a lot and um, you know I loved the long play and I've I loved long play for a long time and you know that's what we that's what we think of football if we watch the the highlight. And at some point I realized, um, <laughs> while a lot of people believe that quarterbacks are super important, we are not, we are not, we, we just, we have to get the ball to the true playmakers and let them do stuff. So the quicker we can get it to them, I keep telling my team, I want to throw you the ball five yards and I want you to run 80. I don't want to throw the ball 80 yards. The longer the ball is in the air, the more bad things can happen. Uh, it's so much harder to throw the ball long and get a completion. 80% 
of all NFL passes are for under 20 yards, 80%. Now, these are the best in the world playing this game six days a week, six hours a day, six months a year. So why on God's earth do we think we, you know, practicing once a week, we could go out and do better than that? The higher percentage passes are the shorter passes, and you're going to make completions. And the other team offense cannot score if they're not on the field. So I want time of possession. Okay, I want to win that game. I want to win the turnover game. Okay, and it's horrible on a defense where they're on the field for a really long time and you gradually just march down the field and score. It really deflates them. You know, if you, a defense that gives up a, one big play but stops you and stops you and stops you, you know, it, it's not as mentally fatiguing on them as just moving the ball down and they don't have an answer for how to stop it. So I'd rather, get, I'd rather stay on the field and, and have the ball offensively and, um, you know, and even if I don't score, if I can move the ball, I'm going to give you terrible field position. So that's all well, I like what you well, I, I, I like what you said about the highlights because a lot of times we do that. We see on TV, we watch the NFL, and we think we see these quarterbacks going. And, and yes, you're right. They're, they're few and far between, and most completions are in between, are before 20 yards or, or before. But I got to disagree with, with, the, uh, with the aspect of quarterback not being important because I, I, I don't know. I feel like everybody's important. The, the quarterback is exactly. kind of the facilitator, don't yeah. you think? Uh, yeah, yeah. What I mean is that a lot of people put more importance on the quarterback like the quarterback you know they take all the credit they take all the blame they're the reason that you know and it's not like it's the ultimate team sport the only position offensively that could do their job without anybody else is the o-line and it wouldn't matter because they could never score or do anything so you know the quarterback can't throw without the o-line the receiver can't catch without the quarterback everyone depends on everyone else doing their job but you know i think sometimes um you know, I've played the position for a very long time, and I, I got to the point where I understand that, um, you know, my job is just to get the ball, you know, to the open receiver. So just go through the reads, and whoever's open gets the ball. It doesn't mean throwing the ball 30 yards downfield. You know, it, it the four-yard pass is if it's a completion and they run 15 yards, it's a 19 yard play. That's what I, you know, that's how you win the game really, because you know, the keeping the ball in the air and it's so difficult to, you have to anticipate not only where your receiver is, but how quickly can those safeties cover? And it's just, there's a lot more variables. Now that said, I do believe you have to take some shots because, um, you know, there's determining plays in a game, but I want to pick those moments. I want to be at midfield, second and short, play action, and go long. Like that's what I want. I want to know. I want the situation to be in my favor for when I choose to go long. Does that make okay, sense? Ladies. Ladies, I just want our listeners to know that we're taking calls. This is a live show. You're on the air with the IWFFA. So call in and ask Coach Allison Wood your question. Dial 657-383-1020.
That's 657-383-1020. We're going to start taking some callers. uh, And I just uh, quickly I want to mention, too, um, you know, coaching strategy, there's a huge variety. Um, I know that with uh, uh, flag football styles, uh, those uh, leagues that play with 20 is the uh, is the zone that you have to pass. They tend to have those quarterbacks with a very strong arm. With the IWFSA eight on eight blocking, uh, we have uh, a lot of running plays, and I love that. I love the short passes because uh, it's not not often that I get uh, a good quarterback. Uh, even me myself, you know, DB. DBQB, I'm really not QB still. I'm really DBXQB. But um, uh, much easier to throw those short passes. Can we, um, uh, can we bring on uh, some of our callers? BJ, uh, do you have, I think, I got a message that we have a caller online. Uh, you want to bring him on? Hello? Hello? Uh, who is this? This is Paola from Honduras. Hello, everybody. Ah. Hello. Hello, Paola. Hey, Paola. Welcome to the show. Paola, do you got a question for our coach, uh, Allison Wood? Yes, yes, I have two questions. Um, Well, I'm really happy that I was able to hear the show today. I feel it's so positive, and thanks, Miss Rihanna, for sharing your words and wisdom and kindness and really good vibes. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm really happy, and uh, I have a qu- two questions for for Coach Allison. Uh, what is your advice to maintain your team engaged and active during this time of lockdown? Because it has been really difficult to engage the team. Um, yeah. Did you get Did you get that question, Allison? Yes, Coach? yes, I did. Um, okay. okay, so we haven't had any practices or that, but we have a um, group mate, and um, we have people writing into that, and it's just nice to hear from people. It's not always about football, even. It's about um, about COVID. It's about um, the crises that we're we're facing as a nation. It's uh, to support one another. But, um, you know, it's also to talk some football. Uh, but we haven't really met. Um, and we've just basically all chime in and say how much we miss playing football. But we are going to do um, a, a Zoom meeting and go, you know, just do some chalk talk, a virtual chalk talk. Okay. Yeah. So um, then- that's what we've been doing. Okay, I have another question too. Um, yeah. Do you have any YouTube channel or website that you recommend to um, to follow for any flag drills or something like that? Um, okay, so you, I the flag drills that that's difficult to recommend. There, but I have to tell you, there are an awful lot of. Um, uh, different, uh, if you just Google it, an awful lot of drills out there. And I tend to go more, I look at some of the college. I do look at some of the college, but I look at um, some of the youth football um, and 
just see some of the drills that they're running. A lot of them, you know, a lot of them you have to just kind of put aside because a lot of times they're focusing on tackle or something like that. But once in a while I find some really good drills about um, corner linebacker uh, drills, you know, where the cornerback tries to push him to the inside of the field and the linebacker tries to push him to the outside. But the the channel that I've just um, uh, been watching lately, if you just Google it, it's football X's and O's. And he does a series of about eight, you know, eight different um, YouTube, you know, uh, videos. And he has videos of the NFL. He has videos of college to, to show what he's talking about. And he actually draws X's and O's and explains things. And I think that it's, it's called um, football X's and O's. I just Google it, and um, I, fi- I found that very informative. But you know, they're not okay. just informative about football in general. You know, um, Coach Allison and uh, Paola, uh, we do have on the IWFFA website uh, all the articles that Coach Woods has uh, written about, um, for, about receivers, about when to stop the clock, about uh, X's and O's. So uh, those are articles. And uh, from the webinars uh, this summer and that we still continue, uh, we need to edit them and we can post them on YouTube. And it's a blessing in disguise that um, uh, with the COVID, because uh, we now have lots of clinics that we could share information with. So um, Allison uh, gave you some really good uh uh, ideas about going on YouTube, and uh, in the near future, uh, IWFFA will be able to offer that information as well. So, so thank you very much, Paola. I'm uh, thank you okay. so much. Uh, thank I'll you. Also, I, yeah, I, I just want to let you know there is one drill I would tell you that we do um, a flag uh, flag pulling drill, and I, I I've seen other teams run it too, where you just have two lines and. One one line has the ball and the other line, and they run toward one another, and you have cones, so you have a very limited area you can run in, and the the, per, the person without the ball tries to get the flag from the person who who has the uh, the ball. And we we do that as like a little warm up drill and just a practice flag grabbing. Yeah. Okay. So thank you very much. Simple. I will look for the information of the coach too on the website. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Paola. And, and and thank you for calling in, Paola. And I just want to – Paola is the president of the um, Honduras Women's Flag Football League, and she is That's a great, great organizer, a great communicator. She um, she had all of her uh, players in the, all the teams in, um, in Honduras take the officiating uh, clinics. So uh, about half of them, or a good percentage, have become certified, and so – when they play their flag football, you know, when they're not playing, uh, the players step onto the field to officiate, and that's uh, that's interesting. Okay, well, listen, I want to uh, – MJ, Miss Reyna, do you have any questions for uh, Miss Coach Allison before we go to the next segment? Would you like to share anything, any questions? Well, I would like to thank uh... – Coach Allison, for for what she has told us, and uh, I would like to ask her, 
uh, or maybe she can give some advices and talk about the important, like how to handle pressure on the games, uh, rather for the players and the coaches, because sometimes the coach maybe uh, can't handle the pressure and this passes to, to the QB and then the QB to the team. So what's the importance of handling uh, pressure? Mm. Okay. Well, yeah. how to yeah how, how to handle pressure? Uh, you know, I think the biggest thing to understand is that um, panic spreads. So the first thing you have to do if you're coaching on the sideline is from the beginning of the game to the end of the game maintain the same level of calmness. You know, remain calm. Um, now that said, I've thrown my kip clipboard and, and lost my my mind because uh, you know we had someone intercept the ball in the end zone and she got up and started to run it out and I'm yelling, don't don't run it out, don't like you don't run the ball out of the end zone, you know when you get an interception and the other team was on the five yard line. It's just so crowded they're gonna they're gonna get your flag if you just stay in the end zone. You get the ball at the twenty. Okay, so it's hard sometimes, you know, you, but for the most part, you need to maintain, you know, stay calm. It's just one game. You know, you're going to have another game. So uh, because if you get all riled up or you get, if you start to panic, then it's contagious. Like you said, it's just, it, it's going to spread to the whole team. So, you know, it's, it's, that's your role as a coach is to con remain calm and, 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 um, keep the confidence, keep, make sure they keep their confidence up. Of course, you know, we got this, we, we're going to, you know, and I, I think that's the, one of the harder things that you have to do, but you, you have to kind of be removed from the situation and understand. And a, a very good point is it's the same thing. If you're a supervisor or, you know, a, a lead project lead or team lead at work, It's the same thing. If you start to panic, the whole team panics, and, and you're in a big pro you have a big problem, you know. So it, it's it, it's important to know, like that skill that trans transitions to you know um, to work. You know that was a great question, uh, MJ, and uh, yeah. I just want to share. You know, uh, I think the uh, American team got that from watching uh, television, NFL tackle. We see the coaches behave that way on the sideline. I know all of my male coaches uh, displayed that on the sideline, but you don't see that in Scandinavia. You don't see that in uh, Afghanistan. But, but not all. The, but Diane, or, not to interrupt, but not all the coaches. Tom Landry stood stoic on the sideline all the time, with his his you know with his hat there and and same. You know, there are definitely coaches, and some, and I think they're the better coaches that don't scream and yell and throw clipboards and and do all that, but right. remain, right. but remain calm on the sideline. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. I, I I totally agree with you. You know what I think we should do? I think Miss Rayner, our philosopher, spiritualist, we should have some webinars on uh, keeping calm and. Uh, Preventing stress from exploding on the field. Hey, ladies, listen. We are uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, Miss Allison, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you guys so, so much. 
Listen, for your wonderful uh, words of wisdom, coaching, uh, anyone can go on our website, uh, Let's Talk Flag Football, and uh, your, your clinics are phenomenal. Uh, anyone is welcome to join the clinics. They're free. And thank you for joining our show tonight, Allison. Okay, so, well, thank you guys so much. Coach Woods, and uh, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, it's time for the International Team Trivia Contest. Take it away, BJ. The IWFFA is for girls, juniors, women of all ages, teams, and loose women, individual players. We welcome all levels of play, whether you're a novice or the best of the best. It's all about uniting under one umbrella female flag football all over the world. Women should rule their own sports, and we do. So join us today and experience the excitement. Female flag football at its best. Hi, this is Kelly McGillis. Join me for all the action on and off the field at the annual Kelly McGillis Classic in Key West. Welcome to the IWFFA International Team Trivia Contest, where any country in the world can win. Today's contest is between Team Pakistan versus Team Sweden. Now, Team Pakistan is our championship team, and so far they have defeated Team Afghanistan and Team USA. Now, here are the rules. We will do a coin toss. The team who wins will be asked a question. They will have 10 seconds to talk amongst themselves, and then they have to give us the correct answer. If they cannot answer within 10 seconds, the other team will get that question. If they're correct, they get one point. If they are incorrect, we will subtract one point. Always the other team will get the next question. To turn a question over to the other team is treacherous. It's very bad. The goal is five points to win. Let me just introduce our contestants today. We have from Team Pakistan, we have Abida Batul, Ume Omima, and Huat Uan. And then we have from Sweden, we have Pernilla Yigberg, Lena Johansson, and Sarah Pearson. I just want to give you one warning, Team Sweden, okay? And that is that the Pakistan women are very competitive. As a matter of fact, they have one of the Thank women. You uh, so you're, you're welcome. One of the women is a nuclear bio, a biologist, right? Is that Ume? Ume? Yes, I am microbiologist. Okay. First question goes to Team Sweden. What is the world's largest river called? Nile. The Nile. The Nile River. Yeah. 
Team Sweden, you have one point. Okay, now we go to Pakistan. Which city hosted the Summer Olympics in 2012? Which city? Tokyo? And it's incorrect. We're going to turn the question over to Team Sweden. Sarah says she knows the answer. Sarah, by the way, no one is looking on Google, are they? This is all the No. Answer? Okay. All right, Sarah, what, what city hosted the Summer Olympics in 2012? I think it was London. Oh, okay, Team Sweden has another point. And now, they not only did no, they... Sarah, I love you. Okay. Thank you. Okay, now, back to Sweden, Pakistan. The Pakistan women look nervous. Okay, here we go. In Greek mythology, who is the queen of the underworld and wife of Hades? Oh, that's good. Oh, it wasn't that good. What was that? What was We didn't understand that question, Diane. One more time. One more time. In Aphrodite. Aphrodite. Or okay, okay, so you, you say Aphrodite? Yeah. And yes. You are incorrect. We will minus one point from Sweden. The score now is 1-0. Now, Pakistan. If you get uh, Diana? Yes. Uh, Diana, can you please repeat one time the question? Yes. Yeah, we didn't we didn't understand it either. So okay, well now it's it's Pakistan. In Greek mythology, in Greek mythology, who is the queen of the underworld and the wife of Hades? Uh, negative marking also included in this. Okay, uh, do we have a do we have an answer? Persephone. Uh, who? She was daughter of Zeus. Uh, who do you say? Persephone. That's right. That's right. Correct. Correct. Okay. Pakistan is is on the board, uh, and the score now and, is and, five and, at and, one And the name was what? The the answer Persephone. was Persephone. 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 Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, good. Diane. Okay, here we go. Uh, now. I don't think you even know who it is yourself. So. I don't have to. I'm just the uh, moderator here. Okay, listen now. Now the question goes to Pakistan. You're the messenger. Correct? All right, okay. here we go. I'm going to play a song. Tell me who sings this song, okay? Are you ready? Do you know the name of that song? Um, I can, we don't listen to the song. Yes, we, we actually song. don't listen to our music, uh, Diana. Can you please repeat yes, it? Yes, Play it one more time. Yes, yes. because yeah, we yeah. don't listen to songs okay, very much. Okay, listen. <laughs> No, I don't. Do you have any idea? No, man. no, no. You don't All right, uh, Team Sweden. I'm sorry, I'm sorry uh, Team Pakistan. We're going to turn this one over to Sweden. Team Sweden, do you know this song? It is not from here. 
Jag vet inte. Får man minuspoäng nu om man svarar fel? Även att det är där... Sara, vet Sara? Ja. Daniel, Daniel. Så, Sara, kan du? Eh, nej, men jag kan gissa om inte ni har någon gissning. No one got the question correct. American Woman. That was American Woman by Lenny Kravitz. Okay, so that's for Pakistan. Now, Team Sweden. Are you ready? Yep. Okay, here we go now. Which house was Harry Potter almost sorted into? What do you mean almost? He was, but uh, he wasn't. He was almost. It almost happened. It didn't, but it, so it didn't happen. So, almost. Which house? Well, well, hey, could, 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 could I just come on? Uh, you know clear it. the room? What, what is was it that? So Sweden has two points. Very good. Okay, Team Pakistan, are you ready? Yes. <laughs> Which country gifted the Statue of Liberty to the United States? What country gave the United States, the Statue of Liberty. Then can you? Then can you? Okay, so it's yes, a yes. game here. Whee! Yeah. Three versus two. Team Sweden, here we go. What was the name of the Robin Williams film where he dressed up as an elderly nanny? Uh, welcome in Sapphire. Okay, here go moving along. Sweden three, Pakistan two. Team Pakistan, ready. What is the rarest blood type? It's it's AB negative. AB negative. Oh my gosh, you guys are doing great. Team Sweden, I'm gonna give you a song. It doesn't matter if you love him. Capital H I N. Okay. What's the name of that song? Team Sweden. I'm not. Okay, I don't hear anything. I don't hear anything. That's Even the, though I have my hearing it, aid at the highest. It doesn't matter if you love him. Or capital H I N. Sara, enter the Madonna. Okay, team. Team Sweden, what do you say? Uh, jag vet inte. Jag kan inte. Ingen aning. I need your answer. Sara, kom igen. Säg någon Madonna-låt. Okay, I'm trying to get over to Team Pakistan. Will you please? please? Duh. I, I thought it you said what, what the song was called. Lady Gaga, you were born this way. So Sweden, minus, you, you said it was Madonna. No, I, no, 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 no. I, I didn't say it was Madonna. I asked, I asked Sarah, is it Madonna? I was talking Swedish with her. We okay. were able to All discuss right. okay. things you said, Diane. I didn't score. say it. Okay. We, we don't score. say it. Okay. Time score. Tie score three three. Now, Pakistan. Are you ready? Yes. What sport does Cristiano Ronaldo play? Football. What? Football. Cristiano Pakistani has hey. four points. They only need one more point. Hey. All right, Sweden. Hey, hey. Could I, could I just? Uh, 
He doesn't. He doesn't play football. He plays soccer. That's two different we things. Say, we uh, we say it in our language football. They are so. similar games. <laughs> they yeah, are, they, they are, are similar games. Yeah, yeah. but in Sweden we say football as well. But in American you just say yeah, soccer. Yeah, but this is international. Yeah. Not Okay, now, uh, so the score is Pakistan four, Sweden three, Team Sweden. Are you ready? Pernilla, you're pretty quiet over there. You ready? Here we go. Yeah. How many bones are there in the human body? How many bones are there in the human body? Remember, we got a, a biologist on Team Pakistan. <laughs>
Tell us what you thought about the live show. If you uh, like this format, it gives our listeners a chance to call in to share your thoughts and opinions. Uh, The downside is that uh, some countries, people are still sleeping. But um, tell us what you think about the show. And, uh, again, I want to thank our special guest, Coach Allison Wood. I want to thank our uh, caller, uh, Paola from Honduras. Thank you so much. Our producer, BJ Coletti, uh, Women Football Talk. And our hostesses, uh, Mrs. MJ and Miss Reyna. And this is Diane DBQB. And signing off, uh, everyone stay safe, wear your masks, and we'll see you the third Thursday of the month on the air with the IWFFA.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.